fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? We are back after a week off of me traveling instead of Hattie this time. Um, we are back to kind of catch up with each other and kind of see how each other are doing. So um, you're back in Bali. Last time I talked to you, you were still in Egypt, I believe. Or just got back. I think we just got back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how has it been? Post being crowned the queen of Egypt for your fit and getting back to Bali. Um, it's been good. I think uh, there's a bunch of like unnecessary stress that I've kind of been putting myself through. So I'm kind of just trying to work through all of that right now. But um, yeah, like it's good to be back in Bali. Like I said before, Egypt was awesome, but it was very intense and it was, we were there for a month and that was long enough. So it was, it's obviously really nice to be back like home to our Bali home. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot going on in my head. So I'm just trying to get through all of that. So when you first went there and we were, we first started the show, we talked about that one of the reasons you go there is to kind of get out of your head and to um, have a place where you can just train and not worry about the little things. So how would that gone up until the last couple of weeks? Yeah, it goes really well. Like once I find my routine, I'm kind of the person, I'm kind of a person that needs to find my routine and then I feel, I feel at ease. So like the last few years that I've traveled to Bali, it has taken me a little bit to find my routine. But then once I do, it's really good. Um, like even this time around coming back from Egypt, I found my routine. It's just, I don't know. I was talking to Jake and he kind of put it into perspective that like he thinks that I'm kind of putting a few extra things like unnecessary stress uh in my life just because I have like these little injuries and they're really, they're really bumming me out. And like, it's kind of funny. It kind of has come full circle. I've talked to my friend, Liz, she asked me a question about like what fills my cup. And I told her, you know, being healthy fills my cup being like when my body is fully healthy and I'm able to do all the things that I want to do, you know, like, CrossFit there's so many different things that you do and I love to be able to do all of those things and I think right now it's just like hurting my mental side not being able to do those things I mean I'm able to do everything it's just I'm I'm scared that I'm making things worse with my elbow um so yeah I think it's good to be back here in Bali but I think that I'm it's just been hard on, on me, I guess, not being a hundred percent, uh, healthy, I guess. So you, you just won a competition. So you know, your body's working, but I, 
I get the point that like you're wondering for how long because you're you're pushing through injuries and at what point is that too much? Do you also sit and think, well, I'm in my off season technically. Is it worth a little bit of rest to be back? I mean, I'm just I'm throwing this out there because I know it would be going through my head. Is it better to like rest at a couple weeks, see where you're at, and then, or what? What are you? What are your thoughts? Are you conflicted? Yeah, I really, I really am because I'm. You know, it's like it's tendonitis or tendinopathy or something. It's like golfer's elbow. So I know I I've had ten tennis. I have golfers right now. I've had tennis before, and that was during firefighting. And honestly, I pretended my arm was broken and I didn't use it for three days and it went away. But I also think that this has gone a little bit longer and like that does scare me to stop completely. So obviously I know that we would do like lower body or do some, uh, you know, cardio or whatever it is. Um, but like I have been going to see physio, I have been doing some work for it, but I'm kind of nervous that maybe that is what I have to do is, rest it completely like do what i did in firefighting and pretend my arm is broken literally not use it but that's hard too because like i use the scooter but every time i'm using the scooter i even like so i rev it and then i just set my hand on there so i'm not using like that grip right so i'll just kind of like set it there but i'm like is this even making it worse because it's it's like um what is it called it's swollen all the time yeah, that's it's crazy because that grip because I had something very similar. I can't remember. And it was something I did in my everyday life was exacerbating it and making it worse. So even if I was resting it like at the gym or in workouts, I was it, it wasn't helping because I was in my everyday life, I had to do something that made it worse. And yeah. that's, that's gotta be for, especially with a scooter, like that, that, that would flexion of the wrist mm -hmm. like that goes the whole way up your arm. And so, yeah, I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, and that's really the only way around there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can hop on Jake's scooter, which he does double me a lot, but. When I'm going somewhere on my own, then yeah, got to be ripping on that scoot, scoot. <laughs> well, the well, the good news is you have some time. We're only in December. Um, to, like you could one handed do the open and make the top twenty five percent. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, so that that does give you that they, does give you some cushion though at the beginning of the season <clears throat> yeah because really you just have to be ready quarterfinals are so important this year and that's yeah. really yeah. where you have to be ready because of the smaller numbers going to semis mm -hmm. yeah and i'm going to be i'm gonna be smart here i just i think i'm i think we're kind of playing around with what i can do right now and like, that's the thing I always tell Tristan, I'm just like, okay, well, 
because he says in the notes and stuff like don't go to pain or don't go further than what you should or whatever right and like it's hard because it's not really painful it's it's just there so it's kind of like you know I can do a little bit and then I feel it just a little bit and I'm like okay is that enough to stop I don't know and that's why I think it's frustrating me because I'm like I'm thinking to myself, okay, am I being dumb by still doing the work when it doesn't necessarily hurt? You know what I mean? But Yeah, well, just remember, he is referred to as Coach Krispy Kreme on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that, that is the only way people know him? <laughs> it's Kenneth um, that calls him that, right? I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kenneth started it. Um, so I guess he, like, he has a gym that has the logo of like the Krispy Kreme logo. Yeah. I think it was for shirt. a team who went to the games and it was, it said, yeah, some Krispy Kreme on it. It's like Einhorn and or something. Yeah. It said but Einhorn. It had the, yeah. But everybody, oh, they couldn't see the writing. All they saw was the, the shape of the Krispy Kreme logo. And that's why. <laughs> oh, now I want Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in, I was in Arizona um, last week I tried voodoo donut because I had heard about Ooh. it like on all the food channels and everything. Um, and I really underwhelmed. Oh, fun place to go. Like really cool stuff. Um, they're really creative with the way they make their donuts. Um, yeah. but where I grew up, there was like a little mom and pop shop that made homemade donuts every day. And like everything pales in comparison to that to me. Yeah. Those are so, the best. And you can find the little ones. I found one like that in Houston when I was living there. I can't remember what it was called, but one one of my Uber drivers told me to go there. And I thought, oh, I'm never going to see it because I'm probably not going to be in that area. And sure enough, it was on my way to the gym every day. I saw it and I was like, is this the one she's talking about? So I stopped there and they were delicious. <laughs> yeah, we um, I treated the Airbnb group, uh, two athletes were staying with me, Jamie, and, um, she coaches an athlete, Jim Peeper. Jim took second at legends, Jamie won. So we were celebrating with some donuts and, uh, Amazing. and that was pretty, pretty fun evening, you know? Yeah. How was that comp? My friend, uh, Tara got third. I, I've said over, Jamie's. um, I saw you commenting because like we have a girl that does all the leaderboards um, yeah. and everybody was commenting on the leaderboards and I saw your comments and um, yeah, it, it was the best competition I've been to for the way it was run. Oh, wow. Like you could, you could nitpick some things, but like, and I've, and I've said this on the show earlier this week, like the event directors were so present Mm-hmm. and on out on the floor and open and available to everybody that when something went wrong, it was fixed immediately. Oh, that's cool. That's really good. Um, and it was just, it was just three. So there's two event directors. I think they brought in a third. They just were so engaged and so into it and cared so much that it just made it a great event. Nice. Oh, amazing. And that's going to be like the new, masters like crossfit games right correct okay now that was that it'll be 
What's that? I was confused when I saw it going on because I thought like the name was the same. And then I was like, is it going on right now? Like, is that the CrossFit Games? I don't understand what's going on. But yeah, now I understand. And that's so they are, they're keeping the community event going. So there will always be this Legends like December event. And they're keeping that in Tempe, Arizona for now. The games, okay. will, the game site will not be in Tempe. Um, oh. That they're working on an, a contract with CrossFit and a bunch of stuff. So it will be at a different location. Um, but held, but the same event directors will be doing it. Um, so uh, super stoked That's for them. Good. They definitely deserve it. Yeah. And how about the West being in Carson? I'm so excited. Oh my Maybe God. Isn't that awesome? That. Yeah. I'm so I, excited. And and I think like the sneaky big news of that whole thing is that CrossFit's giving up running the semifinals after one year. You know, for for years it was Atlas and Granite and um the Mac, um right. Loud and Live. They ran those events. Last year, CrossFit said, hey, we're taking Europe and North America and we're running them ourselves. After one year, they were like, nope, we're giving it back to the people to know what they're doing. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought because it is West Coast, sure. West Coast Classic, right? Yeah, so that one will be run by Loud and Live, same people who do okay. Wadapalooza. Oh, wow, okay, cool. And then um, the Syndicate Crown is going to be held in the East and that is the same group, the 12 Labors group that run MacFest every year. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, and they ran the Mac and the Syndicate while they were semifinals prior to last year. So right. I think that's huge. That's huge news. Um, and it's going to be great for the athletes because you have, you have event organizers that do this all the time. Yeah. I think so too. And it's great for that's CrossFit. Awesome. I didn't realize. Yeah. Don't get back into a business you haven't done in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to what you know. And the fact it's that it's they keep changing stuff. Yeah. And the fact that it's in Carson, like the home, the original home of the professional style of the CrossFit games. Like I've never been. I didn't I my first year at the games was the year they moved to, to Madison. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a very special year. So, it'll be my first time in Carson, and as I'm as I researched, it's at the tennis stadium. It looks like. So yeah, I think I saw something about that too, which will be so cool. I, I saw a couple comments too of people being like, "Are you going to move to the west this time?" I'm like, "No, everyone, back off. Stay where you're at. We've already got a hard enough uh, field over here." Yeah, like every everybody was jockeying for positions of where they lived, and then it turned out that both both sides were so stacked. Yeah, it didn't I matter know. what side you were in, and you're doing yeah. the same workouts. Hopefully, that stays the same. So yeah, I hope so too. Um, I really liked that. I liked it, but at the same time, I don't like. I don't even know if they did this, but I don't like if they put everyone on a leaderboard because like I heard that in Australia, their floors were like ice when they were doing the 
the sled pull and stuff. So like you can't really stack people up when the, you know, when the floors are different or when, you know, when things are super different. So, yeah. You and I are on the same wavelength. There's always going to be somebody, some, some math nerd that's going to put together an, uh, like an uh, overall leaderboard and all that kind of stuff, but it can't matter for getting to the games because no, sure. there are environmental. If you're in the tennis stadium, you're outdoors. If you're at Mac, you're indoors though. That alone changes everything. It's like, I think everyone in Australia finished that event and like, not even half our field finished because the sled was so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, how can you stack people up with that? But they couldn't even, yeah. they couldn't even guarantee the lanes were equal at the West and East last year. Well, I didn't realize that. Well, like some lanes you could tell that sled was moving easier than others. Yeah. Yeah, I felt so bad for Madison. She was right beside me, and hers kept folding underneath, so she had to kept keep going out, unfolding it, going back, pulling it, folding it. Yeah, McElhaney, your teammate. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. I one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. She's so raw and real, and doesn't doesn't give a shit. What anybody think? It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun meeting her and training with her for a week. Hopefully we can yeah. do that again in Houston, but yeah. Yeah. I when I was researching her, like she was an MMA fighter and she fought a fight with a broken foot and ankle or something. Wow. And that was her only loss. Wow. And it was and it was like a decision. Jeez. That's crazy. So she's just strong as yeah. Yeah. Strong as they come. Yeah. So um you were talking about before we came on the air that one of the things you guys are doing just to kind of relax and get out of your head is you're you're starting back the um Harry Potter series. And is that something yeah. you've done? before yeah like we we watch it i feel like we watch it every year around christmas time um just yeah it's a good it's a good series so just again like you said just relax and watch it we started a little late last night so we only got through like half of it i was falling asleep so i mean when you've seen it so many times then obviously you know what happens but um yeah yeah, what's funny is um, I'm I'm one, I'm going to be one of those snobs that I read the books and I love the books, the movies. I like the first one and I like the last two. Okay. The middle one. I mean, that's one, what you always hear. The middle the ones books are better. Right, but and it's probably more of a. They're great books, first of all, and. But secondly, it's a memory thing. So my wife and I, the, the way I started reading Harry Potter at like 40 or 35 or whatever it was, was that my nephew wanted to read them. He was being raised by my mom. And my mom was like, hey, can you read this and see if it's appropriate for him? And I said, okay, so I'll read the first book. 
to see if it's Aren't appropriate. They like nice dick? Yeah, yeah, they are. But it's big print. Like, Can you not... read this for me? <laughs> and so, well, I mean, I I read books anyway, so it wasn't like a big deal. So okay. I I read the book and I was I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And yes, it's totally appropriate. So then my whole family got into like, then my mom read it too. And my wife read it and all of that. So it would be, we would either go to the bookstore the night they were released or we would like Amazon them so they're delivered the day of release. And we would just start reading and try to get ahead of everybody so they didn't spoil anything for us. Well, my wife and I, like it became such a battle that we just said, why don't we just like read it together? And so <laughs> my wife and I actually would like lay in bed and read Harry Potter to each other. Just oh, take I turns like, reading chapters. And, um, and that's how we read Harry Potter. Like she'd read a chapter. I'd read a chapter. She'd read a chapter. I'd read a chapter. And, uh, that's so cool. and that's how we read probably books three through seven. Oh, wow. That's super cool. I like that. It's like watching the movie together, but you guys are reading it together. That's super cool. It's nice. Well, and like, I'm stupid. So I would make the care, I would make character voices. So I'd read the book like, <laughs> you know, like, don't be new. And oh, I love or, it. Or, or whoever it is, you know, um, as we're going through it. Um, but she, she wouldn't do that back for me, but. Oh, come on. <laughs> so it, it was like watching a movie. <laughs> and then, and then and you said you guys it. also watch Lord of the Rings, which yeah. Yeah. that takes at least like seven weeks, I think, to get through <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah, they're long. I, I would probably say I like Lord of the Rings more than Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, I, we just, I don't think there's a certain time that we watch those, but a lot of the time it's with our friends, um, Amanda and Mikey. And then obviously like on Instagram, we're always sending each other Lord of the Ring memes. <laughs> so I tried to get my wife into those movies and we watched the first one. And I think like we had the extended, I don't know, three and a half hour, whatever. I don't even remember. It was so long the first one so we're sitting through the whole thing she's into it i'm thinking okay we i've got a win here and then the movie ends with them just like walking up the mountain <laughs> yeah. and she's like that's it there's no ending like it just they're just walking and i'm like well there's two more coming brain. yeah there's two and she's like oh i'm not i'm done I am not <laughs> done because of the ending. She needed yeah. a little better ending. Yeah, because it just left. She didn't understand that it was a trilogy as a book, and that it, you know, that it continued on. She, because in Harry Potter, like every book ends with something yeah. dramatic happening, right before you go to the next one, even though it's seven of them. Right. Lord of the Rings just. There, there's no ending. It's just them. It's like, hey, we'll see you at the next one. Yep. <laughs> she could not get over that. Oh, that's funny. 
And, the, yeah. and then I watched, I watched the new Dune maybe a year ago. Oh. And it ends the same way. Like, yeah, I want to see the new one, but it's not out yet, is it? Yeah, the, you mean the second one? The new one, the new second one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not out yet. I think they're just filming Go it ahead. now. I think yeah. they're just filming it now. Okay. I thought, I think, I don't know if it was Dune or maybe a different movie, but Jake said that it got like, it was supposed to come out at a certain time. And then um, I think it got extended or something. I don't know. I don't know if that was Dune, but I watched the first Lord of the Rings three times in theaters. Whoa. Yeah. Theaters would be cool. Yeah. So like everything in Hollywood is delayed. And I don't even know if you even know about this because you're over in Bali, but there was a, a writers and actor strike. Oh, so maybe that was the reason why. Yeah. So when that was going on, like all production of everything stopped TV, movies, everything. Oh. So like in the States, we have a fall season of TV that starts like September, October. That's starting in January, February this year. Whoa. Because, because of, of the strike. What's the yeah. strike about? So a lot of it is, the, I know more about the writers than the actors, but the writers was that, that basically if you're a writer on a show, you, you make nothing. You make nothing in royalties, even, even though you're the one who wrote the story that they're, they're telling. And, um, and it wasn't even like a livable wage. And so um, I know the actors back them. And then with that, then it's not the superstars that aren't getting paid actor wise. It was more about the, you know, that I don't know what to call them. You know, your character actors that come in and fill in the, the other roles. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, Kenneth also said, and actors didn't want to give up their likeness for AI uses or something as well. Mm. Um, Cause studios were threatening to use AI to fill in them. And that wasn't in the contract. And, and so they, they went on strike to fight to not allow that to happen. Man, AI is crazy. Like some of the stuff they can do nowadays is insane. You know, what's funny though, is I think we like, it's a, it's a neat party trick when it first came out and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, this is going to take over the world. <clears throat> so I've tried to use AI to help me produce some of the, the show. It's terrible. <laughs> like it, yeah. it doesn't really know anything about CrossFit or it doesn't really know like how to, to, to do that stuff. And then my friend is a, a college professor. And I said, how hard is it to grade papers now with AI? Because, you know, you can say, chat GPT, write me a paper on Alexander Hamilton and blah, blah, blah. She said it is, yes, it can do that. But it is very easy to tell that it was done by AI. Right. Well, because I was watching Joe Rogan or something. And he was saying that the chat GPT actually doesn't really know. It just takes stuff off of like 
the internet when where you would go and look up something anyways and even that like you don't know if it's it's not like a reviewed pre or reviewed paper or whatever right like it's just like google where anyone's putting that information in so it could be wrong yeah it's uh so i think we're a long way from like true ai I think it yeah. does some neat party tricks that impress people like on the surface. But like when you dig down in. Just, yeah. She said like a, a, one thing you can really tell which with if you use AI to write your paper is it actually speaks like English is not its first language. What? So the grammar is off just enough where you can tell. Plus, she said they have like three types of software that are just designed just to pick up AI. So these kids are just using this and not going over the paper and like changing stuff like that. Yep. We are She's coming up to be, I'm sorry, but like lazy pieces of POS. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. What are we doing? <laughs> Kids don't want to work these days. They don't want to write a paper. They don't want to. Why are you going to school then? Just to ask a robot to write your paper? Ugh. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's life, right? People, there are people that want to take the easy route and people that are willing to put in the work. It's annoying. And, so. Yeah. Yeah, interesting conversation. I, I do have one more thing before we let you go for sure. And we can talk more if you want. But something that I've always been interested in is mouth taping. However, mm, yeah. it scares the living shit out of me. Because of all the sinus surgeries I've had this year, like when my nose clogs up, I'm afraid I would suffocate and die. Yeah. I mean, the, have you read the the book Breath? I have not. So, but I do I want to share that you have been doing it. And I'm going to share yeah. my screen. Um. So here's you taping up the mouth. Did did I see you put like a mouthpiece in first? Yeah, mouth guard. Is that for the mouth taping or something it. else? No, it's for like lately my jaw has just been killing me and it's been like popping when I close it. And the physio said like you've got some underlying stress or something because you must be like grinding in your sleep or he felt my C2 and was like, yeah, those are so tight. And what I think it is is like, yeah, a little bit of stress maybe grinding at night, but also like in my computer, I'm always looking down. I need to figure out, I need to buy one of those things that gets my computer so then it's a little bit higher so I'm not looking down. It's not even that much, but even just that much, I think is kind of like messing with my spine and like bringing my shoulders, rolling my shoulders a little bit forward. And I do try to think about it and like open things up. But when you get into like, when you get hard into work, you just start, you know, like, getting into this bad posture. So I think that that's been kind of going on. And then just like the little bit of stress, I think I've been grinding because even when I work out. So the reason that I got this mouth guard was because when I work out sometimes, 
I'll feel that I've been grinding. And so then I'm like, oh crap, I need to wear my mouth guard. And it doesn't happen all the time, but I'll just have to wear it for like a couple days and then it goes away and then I, I stop grinding. Um, but yeah, I must be doing it in my sleep or something for my jaw to be this sore. So how weird is it when you first tape your mouth? It It's a little scary at first because I'm kind of the same way. Like I have claustrophobia. I, do, I like, I hate little spaces and like that kind of feels like that. And so like the first time I did, it, I was like, oh my gosh, but honestly, it, it was nice. And, um, I, I'm a firm believer of nasal breeding because I started box breeding about four years ago and I, it helped me in so many different ways. Like it helped me with my anxiety. It helped me with my, I, I felt it right away. It helped me with my like aerobic capacity. And, um, like if you read the book breath, it's actually insane. And it's not only because of the stuff that I read on breath. It's from me feeling it as well, feeling the difference. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit scary at first, but once you, once you get used to it, it's fine. And once like, it's supposed to help with like nasal, I don't know what, what you had like with your surgeries and stuff, but it's supposed to help with so many things. And the guy in the book breath, like they do, um, these different experiments where, for a full week or two weeks or something, they only breathe with their mouth and they start getting like, I can't remember the exact things that they start getting, but like they start getting sick and they start getting where they feel like shit and um, whatever else. And then they, they switch it where they start breathing only with their nose and these things start going away like that. And they, he's, he's exercising with it and it, his, again, his aerobic capacity starts feeling, you know, like where he starts building that aerobic capacity like super fast and he starts feeling really good and, you know, the sickness starts going away, starts to go away and stuff like that. So not only just like the book and his experiment, but I've felt those things myself. So, yeah. Well, I know when I, when I work out and if I'm breathing through my nose, my workout goes way better. Like it just like, and I feel like the quality of air I get through my nose is much better than breathing through my mouth. I just have this fear that I'm going to clog up and drown in my own phlegm <laughs> some night. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's something I try a little bit in the day. For sure. Yeah. At first. And then to to incorporate every once in a while. Like it doesn't have to be every night at first. Like you can kind of just try um, and I think that you're, you would be smart enough to like rip it off yourself, even when you're asleep. Cause like, it's funny a couple, like a couple nights ago, I remember I was still a little bit asleep, still delirious. And I like just took it off and <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I was like, what the heck? I don't have my tape on anymore, but I do kind of like vaguely remember ripping it off and jake did the same thing he's like where's my tape he's like i think i pulled it off last night but yeah it might be worth just trying while you're awake and then experiment when you're asleep just like once every couple days or something and you get those from wadden done yeah like their tape is 
for your thumbs and everything, obviously, but they have like a thinner tape that's for your thumbs. And I cut mine in half and in half. So mine's like a little strip. Actually, I'll just grab one and I'll show you. So Wad and Dunn has thicker tape and then they also have like this thinner tape. So I'll cut this in half and then in half and it makes four of these little things and it fits just nicely. Do do they the know shelf. people are using it for that? I don't know. I was wondering if they would see my post because I used to get uh, their tape from them. They used to send me their tape. And then when I got sponsored by Xpodium, Xpodium was giving me tape. So I stopped with them. Um, but I just found that it was the best tape that it stuck the best because I've used like scotch tape at first. I was using scotch tape and that was disgusting. Even like the smell of it. I was like, why am I using this? Um, but yeah. It's just really sticky and it's nice if you're a guy and have like uh, facial hair, I would use like obviously a bigger piece. Um, but that's why I do this. Not that I have a freaking beard, but <laughs> uh, it just fits right on the mouth. So it's nice. And and you cannot breathe through your mouth when you do that? Um, like if you really tried, like I can kind of talk a little bit. I'm like, hey. I have to say something to Jake. I'm like, hey, Jake. So, like, obviously, a little bit of air is coming out, but it makes it mostly just makes you breathe through your nose. So, it's also ventriloquist training. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. You say that because I was actually trying ventriloquism. I was like, Jake, I think I'm going to become a ventriloquist because I love, like, my guilty pleasure pleasure is watching America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. And there's a couple of ventriloquists on there and they sing. It's insane. Yep. And so I was trying it and he was like, oh, you're actually like kind of good at some words. <laughs> but I was like singing with my mouth closed and it was kind of fun. So that might be my next profession. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, we watch that show too. Um, I love it. I was gonna. I don't even remember what I was gonna say, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I I used. To, I still think I have a ton of the wad and done tape. I love it for a thumb tape. Uh, it's so easy to, it's so easy to rip to get on pretty quick. Um, yeah. and uh, I never liked the grips, but I did like the thumb tape. That was same with me, and so I just asked them to to send me thumb tape, and that was it. Just I got used to my grips, right? And using that was just. It would have taken too much to try to get used to it. But. Yeah, being a big guy, I like uh, I have rubber grips, like the chocolates, mm. the chocolates grips, um, and I love those. I feel like when that, I get up there, I like. Grips? What's that? Are those victory grip ones? So they're actually um, Element Twenty Six. Okay, I've never heard of that. Yeah, they have uh, uh, or uh, Danny Spiegel's one of their athletes, James Sprague. Um, okay. So we were we were actually sponsored by them for a minute. Um, nice. 
And so that's one of the things they gave me to, to, to use. And I, I love them. I, I've never used anything since else. Yeah, the company, like Xpodium, who I'm sponsored by, they just came out with these sticky grips. They are insane. Like, I swear they just glue you to the bar. And I've used Victory grips, and those are really great, too. Like, I love that you don't have to use chalk on those tactical grips. But these, like, I, I just love Xpodium especially, too, because, like, none of their grips you have to use. Uh, chalk well one kind of their grips actually but yeah the ones that i use are these carbon fiber ones and they also like stick really well but then all of a sudden my my training partner who just got here aaron he brought me a pair of the sticky grips <laughs> they're insane it's yeah it's crazy and they're cool colors too so i was like oh this is perfect i got some crazy pink grips that just stick to the bar that's awesome. That's how I feel about the chocolate ones from Element Twenty Six. I, I can probably get because I'm not like back to full gymnastics. So like, I can get five more knees to chest when I'm wearing the grips, and I can if I'm not. Um, nice. Huge. So, yeah, I used to be a bear complex guy. I, I had the carbon fiber bear complex for a while, uh, but I don't like chalk. I like I'm I'm so anti CrossFit when it comes to that. I just I hate. I hate chalk on a barbell. I hate chalk on a pull-up bar. Um, you now, come to Bali then, and then tell me that, <laughs> or you're uh, just sweating bags everywhere, and you like, <laughs> you need it here. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it gets hot and humid in the summer here. Um, I, I've never ever my whole life playing football, powerlifting. I've never chalked the bar. What? Never. It's a good grip. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> it's just what I've done my whole life. So like, and now I'm to the, to the age, like where I'm not maxing out much. You know what I mean? Like I'm just doing yeah, some reps. Yeah. And so to me, I lose that break though, too. Like I can't stop and chalk up if I don't chalk. That's so true. I, I, just have to tight, I have to tighten the, the clips every once in a while. And not, yeah, <laughs> that's so nice. I do try to practice with that sometimes, but like, I'm a little chalk monster. I just dive right in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember in Pasadena last year, um, every time I saw you, you were covered. <laughs> it's because I do my ass slap too for yeah. before I do yeah. lifts. <laughs> so then I have a but on my, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk monster. Um, anything else going on, or anything else you want to talk about? This has been a great we one of our longest episodes, and we're just like shooting shit. It's just a good chat. I love the shooting the shit. Um, <laughs> not really. Um, my my best friend and I started a podcast, so I thought I would tell you that just because yeah, you're the podcast okay. man. Um, that we're super excited about. She's trying to what take me out. Got competitors yeah. now. And <laughs> we're we're competitors. No, ours is just like fun, and we're gonna try to do some educational stuff as well. She's a nutritionist, and obviously, I'm like I coach gymnastics and one on one, and yeah, it's just 
we wanted to try it. We've been talking about it for a year. So yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Wow. I know where to come if you have any questions. I'd love to help you out. I know. Yeah, we I would appreciate it a ton. Um yeah. so my last question to you is uh when does the Bali Bali season end and when are you heading back to this hemisphere? We fly back on January twenty fifth. Okay. So about a month before the open. Yeah. And then does Jake have to go back to firefighting? Not until April. Okay. Well, that's cool. Get to hang out for a little bit. That'll be nice. Um, we're going to go do a couple couple snow activities since we haven't in the last couple of years. We're going to try to go to like the Nordic Spa over in Kananaskis uh, and... We're going to Revelstoke to go snowboarding. A couple of really cool spots. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited because I haven't had like a true winter yet. So in a, in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the listeners, next week, we're going to do a special holiday edition where we're doing 20 questions. You're going to ask 10. I'm going to ask 10. And we both have to answer all 20 questions? Yeah, I think so. That'd be cool. And I'll put it out to my listeners. If there are any questions you want me to ask, throw them in the chat. Um, and we'll write those down and let you author some of the 20 questions. Uh, and I'll put this up on Instagram as well and try to get some there uh, to see if we can get some interesting questions. And I'll do they the same. They can be anything. Anything. They can be holiday, CrossFit, anything. music, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> anything. Yeah, anything you can think of that you want to know. What Lord of the Rings character do you exemplifies you the most? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> My precious. <Gimli>. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My precious. Oh, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody who's been here tonight. Um, we'll be back next week with some fun questions. And Hattie, thank you so much for hanging out with me for a little bit of time and having a blast. We'll catch everybody next time on Fitness and Fun in Bali with Hattie Canyo. Bye, guys. C4 Energy Extend and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.